And we're live. What is up, everybody? Welcome to a special edition of Fresh Take. I have Rob of Rule 2 Review with me. How are you? Good, man. I am happy to be back. Stoked to talk about uh, some fun stuff today. So thanks for having me. Yes. So um, Star Wars. That's what we're talking about. Y'all, yeah, Star we're Wars. talking about Star Wars. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. So Kenobi ended back, uh, I want to say about a, about a month ago? A couple weeks, yeah. yeah. A couple weeks, a couple weeks. Uh, and you guys, if you've already been watching Fresh Take, you know me and Vicky's thoughts on the season finale. But I wanted to come back with Rob and do an actual entire season review. And uh, I only have four questions. And me and Rob are going to talk about those four questions. So since this is going to be spoiler heavy, uh, Rob, you are free to talk about whatever you want to talk about. I gave everybody more than enough time to watch this. Yeah, for real. It's been a month, like you said. Yeah. yeah. If you holler spoiler now, I'm not going to say nothing. But yeah. <laughs> so first things first, um, mm -hmm. we're going to start this off positive. What were some of the pluses that you found with the series? Um, Quite a few. Uh, some of them are obvious, like for me. Um, obviously, bringing Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen back is like the immediate best positive. Uh, you know, you're telling a story about Obi-Wan. That's a positive. You get back the original actor who played young Obi-Wan, who was great. That's a positive. You bring back the guy who played Anakin, his Padawan, who eventually becomes Darth Vader. You know, these two key actors from the, those movies, you know, the original movies. That's the biggest and best positive to me. And I think for most people, um, so that jumps out immediately. Um, I think just, uh, telling a story that reunites Obi-Wan and Darth Vader in a, in a, in a conflict we had never seen before. That's a positive. Um, I like, as far as all the actors and actresses across the board as actors and actresses, I liked everybody, uh, who some of the characters are, I struggle with, but that's, you know, we'll get to that, but all the actors and actresses were great. Um, Jimmy Smith's coming back. And there was a couple of moments that I don't know if maybe we'll get into this in more detail, but I will say there were a few moments that were really powerful and like emotional to me as a really big Star Wars fan. And especially somebody who, you know, I love the prequel trilogy. I think it's, I've loved it since day one. I'm not one of these folks that has kind of had a change of heart in the past couple of years, which mm -hmm. I'm glad for people having a change of heart, but I've been on board since the day the Phantom Menace came out when I was 19 years old. And I've always loved those movies. So this this show kind of like bridging that gap and and furthering some of that stuff from that era of the movies and actors is just is just awesome. So and you know the final the final fight is also very great, of course, as well. So I think that they told a an okay story with a couple of really great emotional moments. And then you get the cast and you bring back Ewan and Hayden and all of that stuff is is and okay. Seeing young Leia, even though I question how they used her in ways, overall was cool to see her. Maybe yeah. we saw more of her than I wanted, but she was really great too. And I liked seeing the Inquisitors play a role in the story as well. So, so those are the probably the biggest positives for me. Okay, I I agree with the Ewan and the Hayden part because I was I was so scared when they said Hayden was coming back. I'm like. Please don't screw this up. Please don't. Screw this. Yeah. That man does not deserve this. Don't screw this up. So, because <laughs> he he's a very good actor, and I feel like a lot of times he gets unfairly judged for stuff that was beyond his control. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm so glad that like like one of my favorite scenes in this series was 
when they go back and show the training sequence. Now, I will say this. I don't know why they had to have real lightsabers out because I was like, uh, uh, Obi-Wan, um, I don't know if you noticed or not, but he getting a little too happy. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's going to die. Yeah. So, but I, I, I love that they were able to bring him back and kind of like, I don't want to say redeemed, but I'm, I'm glad that people were, were happy with his performance because mm-hmm. one of the things that I did that I think was unfairly criticized on him was his performance in the original trilogy. I'm like, he wasn't the problem yeah. with, with some of the stuff that happened in the original trilogy. That was not him. That was the writing. So yeah. I can't, cause I've seen, I had saw him in other things before that. And I'm like, this dude's good. What are y'all complaining about? And then, you yeah. know, so I, I did enjoy that. I, one thing that I did enjoy, and I'm so glad he's still alive is James Earl Jones. Yeah. Oh, so great. Yeah. <laughs> cause he sounded, he sounded amazing. The way he can pull some of those lines and make you scared. Cause mm-hmm. we all knew Obi-Wan was going to live, but there was a couple times in there that I'm like, are they finna kill Obi-Wan in this yeah. show? Like I didn't yeah. cause I'm like, dude, like like the episode where it's basically Darth Vader horror show. Um <laughs> and he was just dragging him through fire. That made my skin crawl, dude. Cause I was like, okay, dude, you proved your point. You you ain't gotta keep doing this. <laughs> so well it and it was great because that was almost mirroring he was trying to do to Obi-Wan what he felt happened to him. Yeah. Because when he was lit on fire and had to be forced into a suit for the rest of his life. So I feel like that's one of the, the, the really cool moments. I think the show did well was like thematically the idea of Vader doing that to his old master, what he feels his master did to him, even though the brilliance of the story and the writing across all of the movies in the show is that Obi-Wan didn't really do it to Anakin. Like, the, the lesson learned is Anakin did it to himself, but yeah. he's not able to see it until Luke saves him at the end of Return of the Jedi. In this period of Vader's life, he still thinks he's like the victim in a way. That was that was what his journey was in the prequel trilogy. So I kind of went off on a tangent, but that's just one of the cool things, you know, I liked about that scene. Oh, yeah, because that that a lot of this stuff where what I liked about this was bringing stuff full circle. Mm-hmm. With the with the prequel stuff and even the Clone Wars, um, they, it brought a lot of stuff full circle as far as uh, story tone and things of that nature. Now, the one other thing that I did like that a lot of people, I think, I've, I've seen people get upset about this, and that was uh, Obi Wan's PTSD. I'm like, dude, he would have had PTSD. Oh, you got to sure. remember what he came from was when Revenge of the Sith happens, Order sixty six happens. Right after Order 66 happens, he has to go fight Anakin right after. He doesn't get to, like, grieve. He felt all those Jedis dying just like Yoda did. Mm-hmm. He don't get to grieve. He has It's to his go- whole life. He lost yeah. his whole lifestyle and everyone he knew and cared about, including his brother. In yeah. one moment, he just learns the terrible truth, you know? Yeah. That's hard. It's basically, in the terms of the Joker, one bad day. What? Yeah, a really bad day. It's a really it's, bad day. It's funny that I haven't heard too many people complain about too much PTSD for the show, but I I fully reject that idea. In my opinion, if I was to write the show, I would actually have more moments of him struggling with PTSD. Yeah. And as much as I liked young Leia, I would have way less Leia in this show. And I know we'll get to that, but I would switch out like about 75% of the of the screen time of Leia with Obi-Wan dealing with what he went through, 
what he remembers of his best friend and his Padawan, who's now his enemy and a monster, and the fact that the Empire has destroyed his whole kind, his people, his Jedi, you know? Yeah. That, to me, was the stuff I think the sh- I wish the show did more of. So it's just so funny that people think that, I guess, they complained about it, you saw. So that's they Because I saw, I got into a couple arguments about it, because they were like, man, that's not Obi-Wan. I'm like, dude, he's Yes, going. it is. I'm like, dude, it's been 10 years, and he's on the friggin' run. Yeah. Like, you do realize they're hunt- they know he's alive. They're just trying to find a body. Yeah, yeah, because we, we learned that Reva, like the her first scene, she basically says his name, which surprised yeah. me. She's immediately she's introduced and she's like, "Where's Kenobi?" I was like, "Oh damn!" Like right, she already rip. knows he's alive, so that was a surprise to me, you know. Yeah. So and he's been trying to lay low, so I think that was one of the strengths to me of the especially the first half of the series because I'm like, he's having to he's having I to agree. get back in tune with the Force, and they did it in a way that made it like he was terrified. And it and that PTSD that the way they played when he first meets Vader and what Vader does, he made Freddie and Jason look like amateurs. Yeah. When he didn't walk in down that street and that just little, Yeah. Like neck that thing was that was crazy, dude. I was yeah. like and the way they did it, they showed it like the dude just fl- just neck just went over. I'm like, okay. It was brutal. It was brutal. It was really so, cool. So, uh, Vader, this is how we doing, all right? <laughs> this is yeah. how we doing. People being nosy. I oh, guess you you're kind of mad. It seems like you're having a bad day. Yeah, it seems like you're a little upset. You're a little perturbed. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so I, I, I liked that aspect of the show. Now, let's get into some of the minuses. And one of mine is one okay. you've already uh, brought up, and that was it was too much Leia. It was way too much Leia. You could have you wrapped that Leia story up within the first three episodes. That yep. did not get to be drug out throughout the whole series, in my opinion. Um, just because one, don't get me wrong, I like the actress. Like, I think she did a great yeah. job. She yeah. did a great job, but it was just the stuff that they that they did, the way they shot some of those scenes, like my, the funniest slash worst scene in the in the series to me is yeah, the, her getting kidnapped when yeah. and the bounty hunters running like running like idiots. I'm like, they yeah. could have shot that better. They could have. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like uh, I'm I'm with you in, in pretty much every way. Like the actress was great, and it was awesome seeing her. Like it, it was a surprise, right? So that was the thing. Like watching that first episode, that first night. As soon as we switched to Alderaan, I mean, my wife and I just like cheered. We're like, oh, it's we're gonna see Leia. Like, and because I thought we were gonna see like two scenes with her throughout the entire show. Little did we know she was gonna be in every episode of the and like. <laughs> play a huge part in the show and it's not that i don't think that that idea is an inherently bad story to tell i think that the problem is they had they they hid such a pivotal part to the story they kept it a secret basically like if the show was billed from the get-go as obi-wan is going to go on an adventure to save leia young leia and also have to confront vader if everyone knew that was the story, I this is an opinion. I think it kind of would have helped a little bit. But since that entire thing, which was like 80% of the entire story, was kept as a secret, that means was once we're introduced to her, we realize she keeps hanging around. She keeps hanging around. She keeps yeah. hanging around. And it's like, there's nothing wrong with the actress, but it was so much of the story. And I feel like it was a, a big distraction from what could have been more interesting, which is... Well, you mentioned Obi-Wan having PTSD, 
Obi-Wan having to confront his master, Obi-Wan having to survive Reva and all of the Inquisitors, and Obi-Wan having to protect Luke. So I think Leia as a cameo, or maybe in one or two episodes, like you said, that could have been perfect. But she was like the linchpin to almost every episode. And I was like, dude, it's just it just felt like too much to me, you know? Yeah. And yeah. the other thing is, I like Moses Ingram. I like yeah, the character of Reva. The problem is how they wrote her in those first two episodes. They wrote her as, and I hate this, I, I hate this trope in Hollywood period and story writing oh. period, the angry black person. I hate that. Oh, you think? Mm. Yeah, because they the, the way the first two episodes, you don't know why she's mad. You have no, yeah. she's just mad. And yeah. you're like, okay, um, I understand being upset, yeah. but you're going a little bit too far, and I don't know you. So yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Made you. It, like it made it seem like like I liked how the Gwen how the Grand Inquisitor was doing, like doing the whole villain monologue, even though yeah. that's hilarious to me. Yeah, it, it brings you into you like, okay. He's doing that mind game stuff. She's just like, I'm pissed off. I'm chopping off hands. Like, why? <laughs> like, yeah. So that was one okay. of the things. Like, I like the actress, but I think those first two episodes, either they should have, they should have trimmed that with her being that angry, or they just should have found a different way to do it. Because to introduce her. Yeah, to introduce her. Because like the way they did it, I, that put a bad taste in people's mouths off rip. It did. It yeah. didn't help. But I. To me, I, I I liked her anyway, and I'm like I was willing to be, you know, because I understand that was the writing that wasn't on her, and it did get better to yeah. me. The, the so that was my next question: is if is if you felt she became a better character as we saw, because you know we're watching just a week to week show, so you don't know everything until the next episode. So I was going to ask if you felt better about her as the show went on or not. Yes, and it, I did. you did. Okay, even though even though to be fair, it did go the cliche route, but. It, I felt better. It, uh, about it. Yeah. yeah, it was a cliche route because to the point where I was just like, "I right, know what's going to happen." That's yeah. my second yeah. least favorite thing about the show, man. Is, is that it <laughs> yeah, really that. is? Yeah, yeah. and that's because I, I want to ask you this: mm-hmm. Do you think they should have had a couple more episodes? Because I think they probably should have had a couple more episodes, at least like eight or nine. Well, six. That's a really great question. Um, for me, because I actually, I could kind of go to either extreme. I would say more episodes to give more time to flesh out a character like Reva, um, to explain what happened to the Grand Inquisitor, even though you kind of know if you know the lore, but to explain it in the show, more time to have Obi-Wan separate from Leia. More episodes would give time for certain characters and like story elements to breathe or whatever. Uh, but I'm also of the mind, and you might have even seen me tweet about this. I am firmly in the mind of the mind that it actually would have been better as a two hour and 20 minute movie, which is which then becomes less screen time. But I think if you make a really concise, good two or two and a half hour movie, which think of every Star Wars movie, they're like two hours and 15 minutes. And yeah. six of them are really good. So of, of the good ones, it shows you can get a whole Star Wars story about a character or a couple of characters. And when you have to be, I guess the word I would use is judicious. If you, if you had to be judicious with your storytelling and which what you're using with your screen time, you're not going to waste time with Reva's character. You're going to put the most important stuff there. And you're going to see it from beginning to end in one shot. 
and you're going to get you're going to filter out your Leia stuff and make that only the appropriate amount of time instead of dragging it out, right? So yeah. it, it's kind of a it's kind of a complicated answer, I guess, because I'm literally of the mind of more episodes could have made it better, but I also think it would have been best as a shorter, just two and a half hour movie. As See, a six as a six episode show, I think it was good, but I think it definitely wasn't as good as it should have been. If that that's kind of where I rest. Yeah, because I, I agree with that. It's not as good as it should have been. Yeah. But the thing about a but movie, but it's good. Is, it's still good though. You it's, know, it's, yeah. it's, it's it's good. It's just like it's there's the because I'm, I'm I'm I was kind of going back and forth on the whole movie thing myself because I'm mm -hmm. like okay. Do you do this as a two and a half hour movie? But you got you, you're relying on people to have watched Rebels to know who mm -hmm. the Grand Inquisitor is. Yeah. You're relying on because a lot of people didn't watch that show. Unfortunately, it's a good yeah. show. It, it is actually a really good show. I agree. It's available now on Disney Plus. Um, <laughs> but we're yeah, not sponsored. Yeah, we're clearly not sponsored. But um, but yeah, um, a lot of people don't know who that character is, so you, you run that risk um, with the movie crowd. Um, but at the same time, I'm just, I'm sitting there thinking like, if you take, if you chop down the Leia stuff and put more into the, into the background of Reva, we can actually, cause she's, she's supposed to be one of the main people in this, in the series. I mean, she so, kind of was though. She really was, I would say. I yeah, mean, but it's yeah. just the, the way they did it. It's just, yeah. and I don't know what the, what the, the politics of behind that was, I don't know, but mm -hmm. I just think that the way that they wrote Reva, I just didn't like how they did like it. And we didn't have enough time to correct it, in my opinion, even mm -hmm. though they started to do that around about episode three or three or four, they started to do that. Yeah. They, you know, there were some parts, I mean, I'll say when it comes to Reva, like, as, as a care, I mean, yeah, Moses is great. So you're totally right on that. Like, she's fine. Just like Leia's actress is fine. People complain, yeah. but like the actors and actresses are good. Reva as a character, there's actually a lot of things I really do like. Um, I think that the idea of what her character is and was and went through was a really cool concept. Um, but I also feel like, and I don't even mind, you know, I mean, she did come on a little strong in the beginning and it felt like it was a weird way to introduce anger without understanding it and i don't know so i just the writing didn't like nail it in the beginning but i also didn't really mind it either because i was just ready to see where it was all going to go mm -hmm. and then in the middle like it started to get a little bit better because i was understanding what she was doing i didn't really care for the leia interrogation scene that felt a little bit forced to me i know what they were trying to do and it was okay but it just felt weird to have them like an adult, like evil force user, and then like this little child. Even though it's yeah, Leia, it just it was strange. Look right. It, it just didn't, didn't yeah, look right. It didn't the feel right. But then, didn't look right. no, it was very weird trying to like grill her. It just was strange. Um, yeah. But there were some things that she was starting to do. She started when it seemed like she was going to commit to like being the character she was. I was on board because I loved Reva when I thought and when I believed she was a complete bad guy. That yeah. was the cool Reva to me. And then, yeah. but we all had that fear. Every one of us, and you yes. said it earlier, we're like, they're going to redeem her and they're going to do this thing. And then they did redeem her. And in my opinion, I, I didn't want them to redeem her because I was like, just commit to a bad guy. She's a great bad guy. Sometimes bad guys are just bad guys, you know? So just let them be that and write a really good bad guy. 
And it seemed yeah. like Disney was like afraid to write a really good bad guy if it's not Darth Vader. They couldn't do it with Kylo Ren and they they didn't do it with Reva. And, yeah. But I was like, okay, if you're going to redeem her, like we all know you are, at least do it in like a good way. And in my opinion, I don't even think they really did it in a good way either. So that's why I struggle. It's like, I didn't hate Reva. I would almost like a different show where she was the star. It's too late now. She's already been introduced. But if she was introduced as the star of her own show, and it was just a story about a Padawan who survived Order 66 and Darth Vader's attack, and then goes on the inside, you know, as like an inquisitor Mm -hmm. just to try to trick, that's a great story separate from an Obi-Wan show. But she was introduced in in and of itself. But she was introduced as part of Obi-Wan and the redemption thing just felt so forced to me. So that's where I'm, that's kind of, that's kind of how and, I feel, you know? And I think that's the other reason why I think it probably would have been best to have, actually have a couple more episodes because you could actually spend an episode Maybe. showing yeah. what she went through, how she made it through um, dark side training and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, they could have did that and we probably would have had a better Feel. But once again, that was just cliche because anybody that's watched any amount of movies would be like, I know exactly where it's going. Yeah, everyone called it. Everyone. Yeah. And I mean, I'm curious what you think about my my opinion where like I, I think she would have been better if they just wrote her from beginning to end as just a bad, yeah. just a bad guy. Like she's really bad, you yeah. know, and they have to fight at the end or whatever, you know. Yeah, because that's what I thought they were going when I first saw the first poster. And that's what I thought they were going to do. Like, I, I didn't think he was going to fight Vader twice. I thought he was going to fight Vader once and then going to have to fight mm-hmm. her. And that's how the season was going to end. Yeah. That's what I thought was going to happen. But round about episode four, I'm like, I already know who she is. Yep. I already know what they did. And I already yep. know how they're going to try to redeem her. And I'm like, yep, I was not wrong on any of this. No, so, <laughs> but that's how I thought they were going to do it. Like, have it where it's a similar situation to him and Vader, him and Anakin on Mustafar, but with him and her, and this time... That could have been awesome. That could have been really awesome. But this time, he doesn't, even though he has the high ground, he doesn't take the swing. He just does something else. You know, he restrains her. They could have done a couple... I even almost would have liked it if... um, I mean, I still like that the show became about a final confrontation with Vader one more time. You know, yeah. in that halfway gap. So it would have been really neat if in episode four or five, maybe as like a precursor to another showdown with Vader, he almost had to go through her. Obi-Wan to get, had yeah. to like go to get to Vader. I mean, they, your idea is also cool. Like it would have been a nice like way to surprise everyone. Like, oh, you thought Vader was the ultimate bad guy, but it's this new character who's like a really awesome bad guy. And then he has to defeat her. And that could have been the big showdown. And that could be cool too. But I, I also would have liked it if they just was like, She's introduced. She's the main bad guy. She's really bad. They have to fight, and it's a great fight. And then Obi Wan wins, and then he has to move on to like the final boss or whatever, you know, something yeah. like that. I think yeah, that, both could have been cool. Yeah, that could have been. Yeah, that would have worked. It, Either one, really, worked, actually. Um, yeah. And, but yeah, it's that's why I said like I think it was probably some politics that went on behind the scenes as to why because that it just felt like nobody, anybody who has been a fan of any kind of film saw that coming. Yeah. They just saw it coming. I mean, they've, any movie you've seen, they've done this. (laughs) Yeah. They telegraphed the heck out of it, you know? Yeah. So I'm like, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Saw that coming a mile away. It would have been nice to have a fake out, but last thing, last thing, 
What okay. is your favorite OP moment of the series? Oh, I would say I honestly, oh, there's a couple. So the standout ones to me is obviously Darth Vader ripping that ship apart, which is yeah, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. And then it was, I actually really liked, ah, oh, this is why the Reva thing is so hard and frustrating to me because when him and her fought, that was so sick. Yeah. That was, that was great. And honestly, if she would have died by his hand and not Obi-Wan's and then be redeemed like that, that even would have been actually, I thought that would have been a great end for Reva too, to be honest. But anyway, uh, that scene, that fight was great between both of them. Um, you know, I'm not as big on Obi-Wan throwing the rocks, which I, th- I know a lot of people are. It's cool. It's cool. But it's not my favorite. So I think I might go with um, – I mean, that fight was great, of course. But I think I actually might go with uh, either, oh, either Vader ripping the ship apart or when Obi-Wan jumps and slashes Vader's helmet. Because ah, okay. that's such a great moment. So I think it's one of those two for me. Okay, mine is round two, but it's when okay. Vader is basically doing like, this is why you lose. And to hear how James Earl Jones says it with that respirator, what? Yeah. and you see the ground, he basically makes a quake. Oh, like, yeah. Bruh. That was cool. That was I'm really like, cool. I'm like, Obi-Wan is called defensive stance, bro. Yeah. And wow. Obi-Wan is actually like, not to get too nerdy, but Obi-Wan's specific lightsaber fighting style is very defensive in nature i don't remember there's a name for it i don't remember i know that mace windu's style is called the pad the pad or the pod or something yeah the spelling is weird but it's a it's the pod Uh, obi-wan's has a name too and i don't remember the name of it but it's very much more about defense and deflecting than going on the offense yeah, because um, I remember because it was one of the seven stances, and I remember like because it was the one in the in the expanded book that I read. He was the only one to have fully mastered it. Obi Wan was, and that's Obi-Wan what was. Yeah, because Obi Wan he's hmm. powerful in the Force, but he's not on Anakin's level when it comes to like Force power. No. But, Anakin and Yoda and Mace Windu yeah. are like, and Obi-Wan. then eventually Luke. Um, but yeah, yeah, they're the yeah leads beyond him. But the thing is, he was he was smarter, and. Yeah. He was he was so good at that at that particular stance, that particular defensive stance that he could be on par with most anybody. Yeah. Which I thought was I mean, actually really cool. The way he kills Django Fett is a perfect example where he's not going on the offense. He's kind yeah. of on defense. He's letting Django come after him and fire at him and and, sh- and do all this thing. Um Oh, wait, sorry. That's not Obi-Wan, though. That's Mace Windu. Never mind. I was totally confusing it because I was like, that's kind of what Mace Windu did until he ran after him and cut his head off. Um, <sighs> but he day. did do it with Jango Fett on Kamino, yeah. where he stayed more in the background and deflected both from the ship. So that was kind of more of his defensive approach, I guess. Yeah, so that that's, that was the scene and the, the ripping the, the ship apart. The ripping the ship apart was because, like, up awesome. to that point, every time you saw Vader, it was like Jason. Like, yeah. <laughs> like walking, he's walking, but he's walking with a purpose. And he's mm-hmm. like, you know what? I'm not finna run, but you ain't going nowhere. And I'm like, yeah, y'all are off in the die. I'm like, y'all are off in the die. <laughs> and I'm he like, did. He he tore it up, man. And like, I that scene to me was great because I personally could tell. I know not everyone felt this way when that episode aired, but it was obvious to me that that was only just like a 
a mid kind of confrontation and that it was going to ultimately lead to another bigger fight. Like there was no yeah. doubt in my mind. So at that point I was like, Oh yeah, we're getting around too. I'm like, at yeah. that point we're getting around too, especially because like you started to see little flashes of Obi-Wan getting back in tune with the force. Now. Oh yeah. The last thing before we leave, before we get out of here. Mm -hmm. Okay. The Qui-Gon cameo. Oh. And should it have come earlier in, <laughs> in the series? You know, Maybe, um, maybe I think that, I think it's cool that they tease us with it. And I think it's cool to see that it's been what, 10 years since revenge of the Sith. When Yoda says, I've heard from your master Qui-Gon, I have training for you when you're watching over Luke. And that even 10 years later, uh, Obi-Wan is still trying to make that connection and hasn't quite gotten there. And I like the idea of the show ending with it happening like he finally makes that connection once he buries the demons of his past by defeating anakin vader and learning he when he hears from vader that you're not responsible for what happened i yeah. am even though that's vader twisting it in his own head it, i think it relieved something that was holding obi-wan back from making that full connection and being able to see qui-gon so I'm kind of rambling, but the point is I liked them holding it to the end for that reason. But at the same time, it could have been really cool to see earlier on that he was already making that connection. And just there was a one kind of like the way Luke talks to Obi-Wan in Empire and Jedi as a force ghost. It's just like yeah. happens two or three times in both those movies. They could have done two or three conversations in this show, maybe. So, mm -hmm. yeah, that's I was right. Thinking, that's right. Like before the fight, before the round two fight, he finally makes the connection. Then that's when I thought they were going to do it. Oh, so but before he fights Vader? Yeah, before he fights Vader, mm. I thought that was, I, th I thought that's when they were going to do it because like the whole series, they've been he'd been begging to like please, like please, and I'm like, this would probably be the best time for him to do that. But yeah. I'm like, I, I did like how they did it. Um, I'm just. It's this is nice seeing Liam Neeson as Qui Gon. I think that it I was think he's great. another character they killed too early. I really think yeah. he's another character they killed too early. Um, That's what George Lucas does, man. Yeah, he's like, here's Boba Fett, he's dead. Here's Darth Maul, he's dead. Yeah, yeah. here's Jango Fett, he's dead. Here's Qui Gon, he's dead. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I'm like, dude, like, yeah. can we at least get one more movie with him before you kill him? Jeez. <laughs> no. I mean. There's rumors they could do a season two, and I think it'd be neat to see. I mean, you don't. It's tricky because you don't want to overuse him now, because yeah. they could overuse him and make it worse. But if you do it right and do it sparingly and only the right moments, it would be great to see him a couple more times. It was would, that was an emotional scene. Both me and my wife were very like, "Holy crap!" And it yeah. and what he said to him, and like they're standing there looking down that canyon that we know is what leads to his hut where R2-D2 goes after him and then uh, Luke and C-3PO go after, and then they meet Obi-Wan and that, and that, and, and new hope like that, that Canyon leads to the hut that Obi-Wan moves into. So to me, it was really like powerful because it made it feel like you felt Obi-Wan was moving on from watching Luke so closely. He was going to go live in the hut that we first meet him at. And now we feel like, Qui-Gon is going to be with him the entire time. So he's not truly going to be alone. He's going to have yeah. Qui-Gon with him kind of thing. So, And you plus know, he still has to do that training. So, Yeah, and still doing that training. Yeah, so I thought that was all really cool, you know. Yeah, like if they 
the thing that I would like, if they did do, if they were to do a season two, I think like what we should see is probably the training and separate from like, we don't need to see Luke. We don't need to see Leia, but yeah. we can still have him like protect Luke from the outside from Luke, not, mm-hmm. not knowing that he got inquisitors on him or something yeah. like that. You know, you can still do that. Um, and this is all before the whole Darth Maul thing. Yeah. And this, this reminds me of one of the problems I had with the Reva thing, because it doesn't, it feel like a weird plot hole that she knows who Luke is and where he lives. And just like Obi-Wan. Yeah. Obi-Wan just like, well, you say you're good now, so I guess you're good. And then she just leaves with that knowledge, you know? Kind of weird like, to me. Uh, unless she's going to turn into a Saj Ventress and be like an anti-hero, I don't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, dude, I, I mean, want to see a Saj Ventress on live action so badly. You and me oh, both, man. That'd be so cool. I mean, you we got me Ahsoka, both. so I want to see a Saj Ventress in that movie. Yeah, because she should still be alive during this time anyway. She, she well, wait a minute. Uh, so they rewrote the canon with her. I have to remember now. One of the earlier books that came out after Force Awakens, when they had re, you know, remember they canceled the old canon and and started making a new canon, and and one of the earlier books, I want to say it was called Dark Disciple, uh, is a story about Quinlan Voss, who you might know, and Obi Wan and Anakin are there in a couple of scenes, like more as side characters, but it's mm-hmm. about Quinlan Voss and Asajj Ventress, and Asajj Ventress, spoiler alert, dies she kind of starts to become good and sort of like falls in love with Quinlan Vos. It's a, it's a really good book and she dies. But what I can't remember is Does where that takes back? place. Oh, that might well, be before revenge of the Sith. No, that can't be. Well, it would have to be, it has to be. It would have to oh, be before revenge of the Sith. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll have to double check, but I just, I'm just putting it out there that there's, I think they, when they killed her in the newer Canon, she might, I'm pretty sure she would already actually be dead by the time this show happens. See, I'm pretty sure. She's so, one of my favorite characters, man. She's the best, man. She's awesome. Yeah, Love her. She's one of my favorite characters. Yeah. Okay. In the it. old canon, in the old canon, she's the one that gave Anakin the scar on his eye that he has in Revenge of the Sith. It came from her, which is really cool, you know? See. So, I don't know. That's what it is. I'm, I'm not you, here to. I'm, here. You um, <laughs> I'm not here to poop in your Cheerios. I'm just telling you what yeah. it is. You know, so yeah, it's, it's, it's all good. Yeah. It's all good. I understand because, like, they, they said they were making changes to it anyway. So I'm like, hey, I get yeah. it. Um, just don't change Grand Um, So <laughs> that's going to do it for this uh, episode of this special Fresh Take. Uh, thank you, Rob. I appreciate you coming on and yeah, discussing some Kenobi with me. Um, thank you. Quick question. Uh, I, I just want to ask you this because it, this is the next one that's coming, um, the Andor series. Mm. Are you curious my thoughts? Yeah. Because you- I'm – look, let, I'll tell you right now. I don't know why they're doing a show on the character I could care less about from Rogue One. <laughs> that's how I feel too. Um, I mean, the trailer is interesting. I can't lie. The, yeah. But I'm I'm with you. It's like, and I like Rogue One, but I'm like, do I care about this character? Yeah, I don't care like, about this no. dude. <laughs> like, I don't I mean, care about this dude. No, I don't care about him, man. Like, the, I think their best hope is to really try to wrap in the Empire and what the Empire is doing at that time in the canon. 
which is yeah. stuff that I don't personally, I like the empire as the bad guys in the movies only. I don't need to dissect every and get in deeper yeah. and deeper into the empire. Like most people want, but I think that's what the show is going to do. And I think maybe that's their best bet at making it good. I don't know. What do you think? I just, at this point, I'm like, we already know that the, the empire was like, we already know the empire was evil, but we also know mm -hmm. that the empire did have, they did have order. So it's kind of yeah, like, they did. We, yeah. we know both of those. So I'm just like, okay, look, we get it, but why is this guy? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's a very strange choice. It almost would have made more sense if it was like Jin Urso, just yeah. because, you know, her connection to her dad and her dad working for the Empire and making the Death Star, like maybe there was more. But I don't know. I, I think it's kind of like you were saying, it's going to have to do with the connection to the Empire and the Empire creating order. But maybe yeah. the bad, bad ways they do that. So I think that it's going to focus on him as a little boy. Because like what had happened, like his parents were killed and he was hidden and discovered by a battle droid. And then I don't remember what I don't know. I don't know. So, it's I'm not like I'm not like mad about it. Like, yeah, but I'm just, just I just don't really care, you know. Yeah, and I'm just, just weirded that, that they chose him out of out of everybody in Rogue One. You chose that character. Yeah, I want cheer it. I want the Jedi character, cheer it and what's yeah. his name? Baz or yeah. whatever. Yeah, them uh, two are way more interesting. Yeah. Now I know you got you have to pay for down the end. You're gonna have to pay for them. But, but it's so worth money. it. You paid for yes, you and McGregor and Hayden Christensen. Yeah. And Liam Neeson, like you can pay yeah. for Donnie Yen, like yeah, you can pay for Donnie Yen, you got Yen. So do it. <laughs> but oh, yeah, I'm not, I, yeah. Hopefully I don't he cameo. Know. Hopefully he cameos. He probably will. I bet. Yeah, honestly, I bet can. he will. I think they confirmed that K2SO is going to be in it, right? So that'll I mean, be cool. You better. You better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's the best part of that movie, almost. Yeah. So um, I mean, I, I just wanted to see see what you thought. Um, yeah, with that, I'm but, kind um, of on the fence about it. So yeah, so I, yeah, me and um Vicky gonna be watching that one. So I'm like, okay, I, I, all right. <laughs> yeah, if and if I give in and watch it, which I might not, but if I do, then maybe we can do another series recap at that time or something. So. Okay, yeah, we can do that too. We'll see. All right, so uh, once again, thank you everybody for watching. We appreciate it. Uh, follow Rob at his channel. I will link in the description at some point in time. But yeah, make sure you follow, subscribe, and all the other good stuff. And we will see you on our next one. Later, peoples. Bye-bye.